the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Welcome to this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm Bill Bunkley, your host on a day that uh, I'm going to tell you right off the bat. Right off the bat, I am not a happy camper. Uh, I'm a joyous camper, but I'm not a happy camper because this just uh, has th- this th- this whole Afghanistan debacle is just too much, too much over the top. And now that uh, the deed has been done, I believe that some very serious things need to come to pass. Would they come to pass? Maybe not. Hard to come to pass? Yes. But nonetheless, I welcome you to this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. On the last day of August, the 31st, in the year of our Lord 2021. And guess what? Nobody can take that away unless they change the way we look at dates uh, in and around the globe. But I want to tell you, as you're watching on the wall, we're going to expose more things today about this administration and about what's happening on the ground in Afghanistan, it is an absolute, total dereliction of duty. That's the way I feel. And if you've listened to me for almost the last 16 years, you know that uh, I haven't been uh, this quite exercised uh, maybe ever in my broadcast career. But that's how difficult it is to face what has been happening in our country. And then I have something else that I've just been dealing with moments before I came on the phone, and it will be something that maybe is impacting many of you as well. We'll talk of that. For, we'll talk about that first. Now, whatever we're going to be doing today, we are waiting for President Biden to come to the microphone to have a press conference about his debacle. We will go and take those comments in their entirety, except for commercial breaks. I want to warn you on the front end. They're not going to let him take questions. You're not going to see President Biden, to my understanding, maybe I'm wrong, but my understanding is is that what we've seen over and over and over, Jen Psaki, uh, 
who is the press secretary. She's going to be the alter ego Joe Biden to answer all the questions from the press that he should have the ability to answer. And I'm wondering just how long the American people, both Democrat, independents, and as well as Republicans who are probably already in the camp, how long is America going to go along with what I think is a charade? It's a very, very dangerous situation, very dangerous for our country. And the implications we see already in Afghanistan and the southwest border, uh, even the press conference he had being the president, uh, uh, the FEMA press conference with the governors, just a very, very confused, older gentleman. And uh, it is it is just a shame that handlers have uh, put this put this country in this situation. Well, as your watchman on the wall, I'm going to be square with you. I'm going to be honest with you. And uh, you may not agree with my point of view. And that's okay. That's why we have a talk show. That's why we have an opportunity to, to, to speak with you. And if uh, you don't uh, agree with my worldview as a Christian or a conservative, that's okay too. Because it's vitally essential that we have dialogue. But I tell you what. I'm standing right here in the gap for our American values. I will not give up on our foundational American values. I am not going to give up on the principles of our Old and New Testament that are the bedrock of not only our Declaration of Independence, but also our Constitution and our Bill of Rights. I will not back down in front of those who are trying to change the entire course of this country. To do away with the Constitution, to make the Constitution worthless by having it be a living and breathing document that breathes the way they want to breathe. No, just like the Bible, God's Word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God's Word has been truth yesterday, today, and forever. I'm going to stick with the blueprint that I believe he gave our founding fathers for America, and I'm asking you to stand with me. And I pledge to you once again to be forever faithful, first to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and then to those those Judeo-Christian principles that many of us grew up with. And I'm going to tell you, when it comes to faith, freedom, family, and free enterprise, if we don't stand If we don't let our opinions be known, one day you may wake up and have none of those Judeo-Christian principles. Amen? Amen. Now, if you want to be part of our program today, the uh, phone lines are open. Brian is standing by, back from uh, his vacation of a couple days. 877-943-9673. Today be a good day for dialogue because I know that a lot of the show is going to be taken by... I want you to hear in entirety what the president has to say, and I want you to hear in entirety what what probably promises to be a, uh, a spin job of all spin jobs by Jen Psaki at the White House. But I want you to hear it for yourself, because when you hear it for yourself, you'll really get what I'm talking about. So you can call us when we do have the phone lines available at 877-943-9673. You can text us on the Bill Bunkley Show text line at 813-444-6264, 813-444-6264. 
813-444-6264. And I really encourage you to use our text line if you don't want to call in. And you can email me at afternoons at letstalkfaith.com, afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. Now, I told you that I was just on a phone call just before we came on the air, and um, uh, we're going to go straight to the press conference when it begins. But, you know, every day that you wake up in the morning, you don't know what's in store for you during that day. The beautiful thing is, is when we wake up and we greet the Lord, we acknowledge him, we ask him to forgive us of our sins, and we then ask him to lead and guide us through the rest of the day at the moment, hopefully at the time or before your feet ever hit the floor getting out of bed. And then you realize that as you are following his plan and what you believe you'll be doing throughout the day, you don't know how you're going to be interrupted. You don't know when God is going to call you to service on the front lines because you're a follower of Christ and you are a manifestation of Christ in the flesh as um, we do the work of the gospel and he lives through us. Well, I'm not going to mention a name because I don't have permission, but just like many of you listening right now, there is a... I'm going to call him a young man, probably in his mid-30s to early 30s. He and his wife were both in my Bible fellowship class that I lead and teach on Sunday mornings at Idaho Baptist Church. And uh, some time ago, six, eight months, maybe a little bit longer, uh, they ended up uh, moving out of the area. And uh, right now they're in the Homosassa Springs, uh, Homosassa Crystal River area. I think I may have mentioned it before that uh, both of them had contracted COVID, these two young folks, young couple. And uh, she uh, was able to, uh, the wife was able to make it through her COVID um, onslaught but he struggled from the start and for the last two weeks about two weeks ago he was admitted to the hospital there in uh, Homosassa small regional hospital and uh, he's never gotten better with his COVID and so they have been trying all sorts of different arrangements and I will tell you that uh, we had tried desperately to get him transferred to one of our larger trauma hospitals here uh, in the Tampa area. But once you're in the intensive care unit, because of the, um, the onslaught and the spread of the Delta variant, uh, the hospitals, even with doctors, and you might guess that I know a few doctors and a couple of few key areas, asking for a favor that uh, I could not even, quote-unquote, pull a few strings to get him transferred to one of our larger regional hospitals here um, because of the the seriousness of uh, his progression. So uh, he's been there at home, Sasa. And his wife uh, hasn't been there that long. They really don't know a lot of people uh, in home, Sasa, Crystal River, and uh, they're Christians, but uh, in, in a way, she has had to fight this all alone. 
Uh, her family's, uh, I think, in the Midwest. His family, I think, is more toward maybe Colorado, California. But anyway, the bottom line, it, they're not here, and we are, uh, even though we're not close and can't commute, and, of course, I'm having to be very careful with my immune system as far as a visitation to hospitals or around hospitals. It's been a very difficult ride. So, um, and of course, Mrs. Bunkley and I both have been, you know, very much monitoring that. She has been in constant contact with, uh, uh, with the wife. And so uh, we got a text a little while ago that uh, the doctors, uh, he's been in intensive care. When they put him in intensive care, um, they had to put him on a ventilator and they induced a coma. Now, I know there's another member of my class that, his uncle was put in the same situation because a lot of times when, when a person is at that state, it's pretty critical. Uh, but I, I do know that miracles have uh, come to pass. Jesus can heal any place, anytime. And I know of an uncle of uh, one of the members in my class that, that after weeks and weeks in intensive care, God, God, uh, God's plan was to pull him through. Well, we got the call and... Um, that uh, the doctors want to, um, they, they, they believe there's no brain activity, that there's no real life, and that it's time to probably uh, take them off the life support. And uh, our friend, uh, the wife, um, is in a very um, difficult position because she doesn't want to be the one to make that decision. And she's the only one who can make that decision. So we come back, I was just on the phone praying with her, walking through what this situation is right now, walking through the moment that there's a home going, and uh, we'll talk about that more in just a moment, as uh, many of you are thinking about that and dealing with that with the folks around you. Our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673 as we're waiting for the president. When we come back, when God has a special conversation for your day, we'll talk about that next. The Florida real estate market is seeing unprecedented demand and prices we have only dreamed of. Are you prepared to take advantage? About Face Cabinetry has the most efficient and cost-effective way to update your kitchen and bath And that is what sells houses. With About Face Cabinetry, it takes about half the cost, half the time, and half the mess of traditional cabinet replacement. Even if you're not selling soon, call my friends at About Face Cabinetry and check into getting your dream kitchen. When they remodeled my master bath, they worked late into the evening to make certain I was ready for entertaining the next day. I really love great customer service, and this is what you get with About Face Cabinetry. And remember, it's half the cost. Half the time, half the mess, with now four locations across Tampa Bay. Call them at 1-866-9-RAFACE. That's 1-866-9-RAFACE. Or visit AboutFaceCabinetry.com, AboutFaceCabinetry.com, and tell them Bill Bunkley sent you. 
Hi, this is Michael Sanchez. Of all the things I've done, from singing on The Voice to leading worship at Shadow Mountain, one of my favorite opportunities is joining David Jeremiah in cities across the country. I hope you'll join me in your city for a night with David Jeremiah. This will be an evening of enriching study, practical teaching, powerful worship, and uplifting fellowship. Request your free tickets today and join David Jeremiah in Tampa, Florida on October 5th at the Yingling Center. Go to davidjeremiah.org slash tour or call 1-800-947-1993. Start the morning right. Weekday mornings at 5.30. It's Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. Of the appearance of a man above upon. Now this speaks of the incarnation of Christ. The fact that God became a man. The Word became flesh. Pitched his tent here among us. Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. Weekday mornings at 5.30 on Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Heavenly Father, Holy Jesus, thank you. Thank you for those few minutes of praise and worship. Father, it, uh, it uh, really penetrated and pierced my heart. And thank you for those, for those moments here on this show where we can take a time out and we can just be so close to you. And, and today, Father, I just continue to ask you to fill me with your Holy Spirit a day that um, with my frustrations about what we've done in Afghanistan, the people who are in desperate need and the path of Ida and, and dear friends that are fighting for their lives because of the Delta variant and the heroes that are working in the ICUs, the hospitals, the doctors. Father, I just thank you for a moment of praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I want to reiterate, I've been following know a little bit about the uh, the next series with David Jeremiah, and uh, I got a question. And it is also the, um, the title of his new book. With all of what's going on around us, where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? I mean, David Jeremiah tells us that we're in a world that is constantly changing. And he's asking this question. Could we be living in the last days? Not getting ready for the last days, but could we be living in the last days? And he's written a book. And I've already been exposed to his preaching series, so uh, I've got plenty of notes. But Jeremiah says, and I quote, I believe there are nine phenomenal 
phenomena happening in our world today that were recorded centuries ago in Bible prophecy. Seeing the circumstances of today's world in light of those prophecies should give us all resolve, give us all purpose, and give us all hope. So I want you to go to our website, letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, because he's going to be right here at the Euling Center October the 5th. The tickets are free, and I think this is a night, and make sure, however you want to do your social uh, distancing or whatnot, but uh, this is going to be an important night given where we are at today, and we don't get an often we don't often get an opportunity to have David Jeremiah, who you hear every day right here on Faith Talk, to have him right here in Tampa because uh, he's about as far away as can be out uh, in the San Diego area. Go to letstalkfaith.com. You can enter in to get your free tickets right now. The event with David Jeremiah is October the fifth. That's letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Now, in addition to that, let me just remind you, pastors, that on October the 14th, we hope to see you about 9 or 9.30 a.m. for our Faith Talk Pastors Appreciation Day and Ministry Expo. This day is free, 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 free. And uh, we're going to be kicking it off 9 or 9.30, go to 2 p.m., and uh, it's going to be uh, an opportunity for you to join us at Armature Works, 1901 North Ola Avenue in Tampa, just right adjacent north of downtown Tampa. You get off I-275 right there at downtown Tampa, and uh, we're going to have a morning where you get a chance to come early and fellowship. Uh, We're going to be there to encourage you and thank you for your service, pastors, over the last year. And especially what many of you are dealing with right now, with many people being in serious condition at the hospital. Uh, We're going to have a great lunch, as we always do, a free resource bag. Um, You're going to have an opportunity to go to some of our forums and maybe just something there that you can take back for your church, what God would have you to do on the next step in your journey of your ministry. And, yep. We got a huge vacation getaway for you and your spouse, plus other grand prizes. And then we're going to have a lunch with uh, Dr. A.R. Bernard, the pastor of the Christian Cultural Center, all the way from Brooklyn, New York. He's going to be with us, and uh, his congregation is 45,000 strong. They're active, they're engaged, and one of the fastest-growing churches in America. I'm looking forward to his address. Go to our website right now at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, and you can uh, sign up for that free event as well. Both of them are free. Dr. David Jeremiah's event is going to be free, as well as the pastor's appreciation. If you're a pastor or reverend, go to Let's Talk Faith right now and sign up. As we are standing by for the opportunity to hear how the president's going to try to explain what's been going down here, um... I'm, I, as I said, some of you, the reason why I'm just sharing with this with you is that some of you are dealing with the same uh, calling that I have been dealing with with, with Mrs. Bunkley and just had a conversation on the phone with, with um, unless God intervenes with a miracle, and we prayed for a miracle just moments ago, pray for a, for a healing that would uh, edify and glorify God that if uh, this gentleman could rise up from the intensive care unit and be totally healed. Uh, But at the same time, the doctors have uh, asked the wife to give them permission to terminate 
because of uh, lack of brain function and other organs that are shutting down and and uh, she said bill i i don't i i don't i don't want to be the one to do that and so um we chatted uh talked a little bit about what we know that if giles is if uh, if if the if if he's going to be called home that uh angels will be standing by um that that the lord's going to carry him home and that this is in god's plan and to continue i, I asked for satan to be bound in, in her life as she's there alone been asked to make this decision doesn't want to make that decision and you just might want to pray unspoken for her and many others uh, that are in that same situation. And so, uh, but I tried to assure her that this was in God's plan. And this was something that uh, he was uh, aware of all along. And it's not on her. It's part of his plan. All right, going to take a time out. Uh, the president has stepped to the podium. But uh, we're going to go ahead and have to take commercial breaks when we come back. Tell you what, I'm going to listen in and uh, immediately hear what the president's saying. Before we get a chance to come back, we'll catch you catch you all up. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. We'll be right back. SRN News. I'm John Scott. President Biden is addressing the nation on Afghanistan from the White House. After two decades, the U.S. has completed its withdrawal from that country. The last U.S. Air Force evacuation flight left Kabul Airport late Monday. Secretary of State Blinken put the number of Americans still remaining in Afghanistan at just under 200. Ida still dumping bands of rain from the Gulf Coast into New England. The National Weather Service says an area of Central Pennsylvania, northern West Virginia, and western Maryland could get the most rainfall today with 6 to 10 inches and flash flooding predicted. Wind gusts of more than 30 miles per hour and even tornadoes are possible in eastern Alabama, western Georgia, and the Florida Panhandle. Stocks are lower. The Dow is down 61 points and the NASDAQ 16 points lower. This is SRN News. We all know somebody in the mortgage business, but very few mortgage brokers are leaders in their industry. I'm Bill Bunkley, and I know a thing or two about the real estate and mortgage business. Anthony Recupero at Lend US in Tampa is a top-notch pro. Anthony gets complicated loans approved and closed in just a few weeks. If you're a DACA borrower or self-employed, no problem. Call my friend Anthony Recupero at 813-326-3331. Anthony Recupero, NMLS number 1612633, Lend US LLC, NMLS number 1938, Equal Housing Opportunity. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. 
If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to bamboohr.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com slash HR. That's bamboohr.com slash HR. Travel Cats is a one-of-a-kind travel partner, offering a rare mix of valuable expertise, unparalleled personal service, and commitment to delivering a superior travel experience and incredible group rate. Whether you're looking for group travel, a couple's getaway, family vacations, cruises, Christian tours, or you just want a no-hassle yet unforgettable travel experience, Travel Cats is the right call. Learn more by visiting TravelCats.com. That's TravelKATZ.com. Travel Cats. Group travel made easy. Thank you for making my dream a reality and publishing my very first book. Karen Notner is author of Is Jesus Your Pearl? You encouraged me, you laughed with me, and you held my hand through the entire process. Karen's publisher is Zulon Press. Do you dream about publishing? Make the dream real with America's fastest-growing Christian book publisher. Your free publishing guide is waiting at ChristianPublishing.com. Thank you so much to all the wonderful professionals at Zulon Press. Visit Zulon Press at ChristianPublishing.com. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Trust in the Lord. You know, the best way I know to defeat fear in your life is to use fear as an indicator of a place where you have a lack of trust and begin to find ways to trust the Lord in that place. Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. We're back, Bill Bunkley, here with The Bill Bunkley Show. We are monitoring the president has finally come to the podium at the White House uh, giving an explanation for his um, his decisions in Afghanistan. Let's go straight to uh, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and listen in. Security Council passed a resolution that sent a clear message about the international community expects the Taliban to deliver on moving forward, notably freedom of travel, freedom to leave. And together, we are joined by over 100 countries that are determined to make sure the Taliban upholds those commitments. It will include ongoing efforts in Afghanistan to reopen the airport, as well as overland routes, allowing for continued departure to those who want to leave and deliver humanitarian assistance to the people of Afghanistan. The Taliban has made public commitments broadcast on television and radio across Afghanistan on safe passage for anyone wanting to leave, including those who worked alongside Americans. We don't take them by their word alone, but by their actions. And we have leverage to make sure those commitments are met. Let me be clear. Leaving August the 31st is not due to an arbitrary deadline. It was designed to save American lives. My predecessor, the former president, signed an agreement with the Taliban to remove U.S. troops by May the 1st, just months after I was inaugurated. It included no requirement that the Taliban work out a cooperative government arrangement 
with the Afghan government. But it did authorize the release of 5,000 prisoners last year, including some of the Taliban's top war commanders, among those who just took control of Afghanistan. By the time I came to office, the Taliban was in the strongest military position since 2001, controlling or contesting nearly half of the country. The previous administration's agreement said that if we stuck to the May 1st deadline that they had signed on to leave by, the Taliban wouldn't attack any American forces. But if we stayed, all bets were off. So we're left with a simple decision. Either follow through on the commitment made by the last administration and leave Afghanistan, or say we weren't leaving and commit another tens of thousands more troops going back to war. That was the choice, the real choice, between leaving or escalating. I was not going to extend this forever war. And I was not extending a forever exit. The decision to end the military lift operations at Kabul airport was based on the unanimous recommendation of my civilian and military advisors, the Secretary of State, the Secretary of Defense, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and all the service chiefs and the commanders in the field. Their recommendation was that the safest way to secure the passage of the remaining Americans and others out of the country was not to continue with 6,000 troops on the ground in harm's way in Kabul, but rather to get them out through non-military means. In the 17 days that we operated in Kabul, after the Taliban seized power, we engaged in an around-the-clock effort to provide every American the opportunity to leave. Our State Department was working 24-7 contacting and talking, and in some cases, walking Americans into the airport. Again, more than 5,500 Americans were airlifted out. And for those who remain, we will make arrangements to get them out if they so choose. As for the Afghans, we and our partners have airlifted 100,000 of them. No country in history has done more to airlift out the residents of another country than we have done. We will continue to work to help more people leave the country who are at risk. We're far from done. For now, I urge all Americans to join me in grateful prayer for our troops and diplomats and intelligence officers who carried out this mission of mercy in Kabul, and a tremendous risk with such unparalleled results. An, air, an airlift that evacuated tens of thousands to a network of volunteers and veterans who helped identify those needing evacuation, guide them to the airport, and provided them for their support along the way. We're going to continue to need their help. We need your help, and I'm looking forward to meeting with you. And to everyone who is now offering or who will offer to welcome Afghan allies 
to their homes around the world, including in America. We thank you. I take responsibility for the decision. Now, some say we should have started mass evacuation sooner. And couldn't this have been done, have been done in a more orderly manner? I respectfully disagree. Imagine if we've begun evacuations in June or July, bringing in thousands of American troops and evacuating more than 120,000 people in the middle of a civil war. There still would have been a rush to the airport, a breakdown in confidence and control of the government, and it still would have been very difficult and dangerous mission. The bottom line is there is no evacuation, evacuation from the end of a war that you can run without the kinds of complexities, challenges, and threats we faced. None. There are those who would say we should have stayed indefinitely for years on end. They ask, why don't we just keep doing what we were doing? Why do we have to change anything? The fact is, everything had changed. My predecessor had made a deal with the Taliban. When I came into office, we faced a deadline, May 1. The Taliban onslaught was coming. We faced one of two choices. Follow the agreement of the pre previous administration and extend it to have or extend to have more time for people to get out. Or send in thousands of more troops and escalate the war. To those asking for a third decade of war in Afghanistan, I ask, what is the vital national interest? In my view, we only have one, to make sure Afghanistan can never be used again to launch an attack on our homeland. Remember why we went to Afghanistan in the first place? Because we were attacked by Osama bin Laden and al-Qaeda on September 11th, 2001. And they were based in Afghanistan. We delivered justice to bin Laden on May 2nd, 2011, over a decade ago. Al-Qaeda was decimated. I respectfully suggest you ask yourself this question. If we'd been attacked on September 11, 2001, from Yemen instead of Afghanistan, would we have ever gone to war in Afghanistan? even though the Taliban controlled Afghanistan in the year 2001? I believe the honest answer is no. That's because we had no vital interest in Afghanistan other than to prevent an attack on America's homeland and their fr our friends. And that's true today. We succeeded in what we set out to do in Afghanistan over a decade ago. Then we stayed for another decade. It was time to end this war. This is a new world. The terror threat has metastasized across the world, well beyond Afghanistan. We face threats from al-Shabaab in Somalia, al-Qaeda affiliates in Syria and the Arabian Peninsula, and ISIS attempting to create a caliphate in Syria and Iraq and establishing affiliates across Africa and Asia. 
The fundamental obligation of a president, in my opinion, is to defend and protect America, not against threats of 2001, but against the threats of 2021 and tomorrow. That is the guiding principle behind my decisions about Afghanistan. I simply do not believe that the safety and security of America is enhanced by continuing to deploy thousands of American troops and spending billions of dollars a year in Afghanistan. But I also know that the threat from terrorism continues in its pernicious and evil nature. But it's changed. Expand it to other countries. Our strategy has to change, too. We will maintain the fight against terrorism in Afghanistan and other countries. We just don't need to fight a ground war to do it. We have what's called over-the-horizon capabilities, which means we can strike terrorists and targets without American boots on the ground, or very few if needed. We've shown that capacity just in the last week. We struck ISIS-K remotely, days after they murdered 13 of our service members and dozens of innocent Afghans. And to ISIS-K, we are not done with you yet. As Commander-in-Chief, I firmly believe the best path to guard our safety and our security lies in a tough, unforgiving, targeted, precise strategy that goes after terror where it is today, not where it was two decades ago. That's what's in our national interest. And here's a critical thing to understand. The world is changing. We're engaged in a serious competition with China. We're dealing with the challenges on multiple fronts with Russia. We're confronted with cyber attacks and nuclear proliferation. We have to shore up America's competitive to meet these new challenges in the competition for the 21st century. We can do both, fight terrorism and take on new threats that are here now and will continue to be here in the future. And there's nothing China or Russia would rather have, would want more in this competition in the United States to be bogged down another decade in Afghanistan. As we turn the page on the foreign policy that has guided our, nas- our nation, the last two decades, we've got to learn from our mistakes. To me, there are two that are paramount. First, we must set missions with clear, achievable goals, not ones we'll never reach. And second, we must stay clearly focused on the fundamental national security interest of the United States of America. This decision about Afghanistan is not just about Afghanistan. It's about ending an era of major military operations to remake other countries. We saw a mission of counterterrorism in Afghanistan, getting the terrorists and stopping attacks, morph into a counterinsurgency, nation-building, trying to create a democratic, cohesive, and united Afghanistan, something that has never 
been done over many centuries of Afghan's history. Moving on from that mindset and those kind of large-scale troop deployments will make us stronger and more effective and safer at home. And for anyone who gets the wrong idea, let me say clearly, to those who wish America harm, to those who engage in terrorism against us or our allies, know this. The United States will never rest. We will not forgive. We will not forget. We'll hunt you down to the ends of the earth, and we will, you will pay the ultimate price. And let me be clear. We'll continue to support the Afghan people through diplomacy, international influence, and humanitarian aid. We'll continue to push for regional diplomacy engagement to prevent violence and instability. We'll continue to speak out for the basic rights of the Afghan people, especially women and girls, as we speak out for women and girls all around the globe. And I've been clear that human rights will be the center of our foreign policy. But the way to do that is not through endless military deployments, but through diplomacy, economic tools, and rallying the rest of the world for support. My fellow Americans, the war in Afghanistan is now over. I'm the fourth president who has faced the issue of whether and when to end this war. When I was running for president, I made a commitment to the American people that I would end this war. Okay, got to bring it in for just a moment. Uh, the president is continuing to try to sell uh, his, um, his actions in Afghanistan. More of the Bill Bunkley Show and the president. Don't go away. Be right back. On my darkest day. He's pushing Lawson back. Landing blows. Lawson returns. Oh, a big shot. How do you mind if you think this family can pick you up every time you fall? A struggling father must fight for what matters most. Well, Dylan Wright came in this morning. He wants to fight you. With his faith against the ropes. This is your opportunity to get back on your feet. Witness this story of redemption. You gotta know who it is you're fighting for. That's the fight, Bo. I can't believe I'm saying it that Bo Lawson can go 10 years without a competitive fight, and here he is going toe to toe with the world champion. No one expected this out of him. Father's Fight, now streaming on Salem Now. Look for Salem Now in the App Store or at SalemNow.com. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. 
Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 800-296-1432. 800-296-1432. 800-296-1432. That's 800-296-1432. Did you know that Big Lou can vaccinate your entire estate from the virus known as Uncle Sam? That's right. Big Lou and Term Provider have the only single-dose solution in town, a $1 million term life insurance policy. Yep, a $1 million term life insurance policy with no side effects. One call to Big Lou can lead to an entire estate vaccination that will provide 100% guaranteed protection against estate taxes and debt, even if you are a bit porky or have a splash of sugar diabetes. In fact, a 50-year-old male may qualify for half a million dollars of coverage for less than 100 bucks per month. A for less than 200 per month. Call Big Lou at Term Provider to get the service and price you deserve with zero side effects. Call 800-555-2085 right now. 800-555-2085. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He follows the science too. Call 800-555-2085 or visit BigLou.com. Big Lou doesn't give tax advice. Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing, and when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's up? These are the people who are passionate about your success and will work 24-7 to deliver real customers to you and your business. Why would you trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? Get nationwide experience, resources, and results. Learn more about Salem Surround at surroundtampa.com. That's surroundtampa.com. Saturday afternoons at 4, it's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Without a proper understanding of who truly owns your car, who owns your house, we're prone to mismanage that which we do have. Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. And uh, yes, Lord Jesus, we need you more than ever. And this president needs you more than ever. Let's go back to the press conference at the uh, East Room at the White House. President Biden uh, just got just got word that the press conference has wrapped up. Um, he is not going to take any uh, questions, as, uh, as I understand it. So... Um, I'm not seeing the feed, so Brian's uh, giving me the uh, play-by-play. I'm assuming he turned away and walked away from the podium. And uh, unfortunately, what we're going to see once again, which we have seen all through this presidency, it is going to be the press secretary, Jen Psaki. She's going to take the questions. She's going to handle the questions. And I'm going to let you just think about why that is a pattern. And that when the president does take questions... Well, it's often a very questioning experience. And if you were watching a couple of days ago when he visited FEMA headquarters and uh, he got done with his prepared remarks, 
he was going to turn around and reporter ask, uh, I, I can ask a question, because the question goes, he says, well, I'm told not to ask questions, but go ahead and ask your question. And the journalist reporter said, in Afghanistan, blah, blah, blah. He immediately cut her off. Nope, nope, I'm not taking that question. I'm not. He turned around and he walked off. And so um, I'm going to share my comments uh, a little bit later on when we get done with the, um, uh, the comments from Jen Psaki. But one of the quotes, and they're crawling it right now on Fox, President Biden said, this is the way the mission was designed. Would you let that thought just sink in for a moment, ladies and gentlemen? The president just told the nation this was the way it was designed. I've made several notes. Stunning what the president has tried to convey this afternoon. And I'm going to be honest with you. I am not at all comfortable with this man being president of our country. I very much respect the office of the president. And don't ever misunderstand me in that vein. But I definitely believe that this man should no longer be the commander-in-chief, the leader of the free world. There are issues here. They are, there's issues here as, as plain as watching the sun come up in the morning in the east, watching the sun set in the west, and in the right cycle to see the moon rise in the east and the moon to set uh, in the west, Articles of impeachment, I believe, should begin. You're not going to impeach the president. That's not going to happen with the Democrat control in the House and the Senate. But I believe that the loyal opposition standing for this country, they need to be filing articles of impeachment, and though it may not be able to come to pass. It needs to be continually worked and attempted to move forward. We have a long, long three years that this president is going to be leading the nation. I think that's dangerous indeed. Also a long year until the midterm elections next year. I'm Bill Bunkley. Hour number two coming up next. Moss Nissan is simply the best around, and during a time when many car dealers are experiencing serious inventory shortages, we pride ourselves in having the largest selection of new and pre-owned vehicles of any Nissan dealer in the Tampa Bay area. And we make sure that every customer receives our best deal guarantee, which means receiving top dollar for your trade, the best financing rates available, and Moss Care, which provides added features and benefits to both enhance and protect your investment. Moss Nissan, whatever it takes. Are you ready for a life-fulfilling getaway where you can join renowned Bible teachers, best-selling authors, and award-winning worship artists in breathtaking locations? Sail the Sea of Galilee, gaze at the majesty of towering Alaska glaciers, or bask in the warmth of the Caribbean sun. 
Christian travel is the best way to see God's creation, and Inspiration Cruises and Tours will provide unforgettable moments just for you. For more information, visit inspirationcruises.com or call 800-247-1899. WTBN Pinellas Park, W262CP Bayonet Point. Brought to you by Moss Nissan, simply the best Nissan dealership around. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Speaking from the White House, President Biden acknowledges there are still Americans in Afghanistan and is expecting the Taliban to allow them to leave if they desire. The United Nations Security Council passed a resolution that sent a clear message about the international community expects the Taliban to deliver on moving forward, notably freedom of travel, freedom to leave. Meanwhile, House Republicans calling for a vote on legislation that would keep U.S. troops in Afghanistan until all Americans are evacuated. About two dozen Republicans are on hand for a brief House session amid the chamber's summer recess in hopes of trying to pass a bill that would delay the U.S. military withdrawal. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy spoke at a press conference afterward. Never in my lifetime would I ever believe America would have an administration knowingly make a decision to leave Americans behind. Wisconsin Republican Mike Gallagher introduced a bill to extend the Afghan withdrawal. Well, yesterday, President Biden left hundreds of Americans behind and gave safe harbor to the hate of a fundamentalist terrorist Taliban regime. Bernie Bennett in Washington. Also at SRNews.com, residents in New Orleans are coming to terms with the prospects of weeks without electricity and the oppressive late summer heat. Shelley Adler reports. As the days go by, we understand people get, get, get a little angst. New Orleans Mayor Latoya Cantrell. We know it's hot. Uh, We know that we do not have any power. So they've set up areas throughout the city to help residents out. Food, uh, some uh, ability to cool down, as well as charge uh, critical uh, communication devices, which we know are just essential at this point. Cantrell says they're using 70 buses as cooling stations. I'm Shelley Adler. Ahead of the closing bell, stocks are lower. The Dow down 27 points. The Nasdaq is off six. This is SRN News. Card debt has you down. Nonprofit Trinity Debt Management can help. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy to manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees, and drastically reduce your interest. You'll pay thousands less than you originally owed. It's not a loan, it's a way to become debt free and possibly improve your credit score. So call Trinity and talk to a certified counselor. They'll explain their proven program to you with no pressure, just practical solutions and hope for tomorrow. Are you ready to pay off your credit cards in less time for less money? Then call for a free no-obligation debt analysis and become debt-free for keeps. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Gather up your bills and call this toll-free number for a free no-obligation debt analysis. Call 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496. British couples are hedging their bets. Marriage is in decline in the United Kingdom, and a new study reveals that amongst those deciding to tie the knot, more couples are signing prenuptial agreements than ever before. About 20% of all married people in the U.K. have a prenup now, compared to less than 2% back in the 1970s. The numbers come from the Marriage Foundation, which notes that upper-middle-class, white-collar workers are the most likely to sign such an agreement. Michael Harrington, SRN News. With the U.S. pulling out of Afghanistan, some are questioning the Biden administration's commitment to Taiwan. 
Bob Fu, a religious freedom advocate who escaped from China, is urging the U.S. not to abandon the island nation. Writing on the China Aid website, Fu says, Taiwan is a critical strategic ally, but it is also a democracy that shares our values. Since the Afghanistan pullout, China's government has been sitting threatening messages to Taiwan. This is SRN News. Odyssey. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at Let's Talk Faith Hi, this is Michael Sanchez. Of all the things I've done from singing on The Voice to leading worship at Shadow Mountain, one of my favorite opportunities is joining David Jeremiah in cities across the country. I hope you'll join me in your city for a night with David Jeremiah. This will be an evening of enriching study, practical teaching, powerful worship, and uplifting fellowship. Request your free tickets today and join David Jeremiah in Tampa, Florida on October 5th at the Yingling Center. Go to davidjeremiah.org slash tour or call 1-800-947-1993. Strength Between Sundays. Faith Talk 570 and 910. Online at Let's Talk Anthony Recupero, NMLS number 1612633, Lend US LLC, NMLS number 1938, Equal Housing Opportunity. Hi, I'm Anthony Recupero with LendUS in Tampa. I specialize in helping borrowers with complicated loans that need to close fast. Call me at 813-326-3331. Coming up next is my good friend, Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. Hour number two on this last day of August 2021. And I'm uh, honored to be with you today as your watchman on the wall. We just had another very uh, non-enlightening press conference with the President of the United States trying to explain the debacle in Afghanistan. Well, I'm one that's not buying it. Maybe you're buying it, but uh, we're glad to have you with us this afternoon. We are standing by further because the pattern that we have learned to uh, have to accept with this president is the president comes out and makes a statement, and then... uh, They do whatever they can to make sure that he doesn't have to take any questions because when he does, oftentimes, you know it and I know it, it becomes a sort of a train wreck for the administration. And so uh, the cleanup hitter, uh, maybe the de facto president in charge, who knows, Jen Psaki is going to be up in just a moment. She's the White House uh, press secretary. She's going to be starting her briefing. We were alerted earlier today that this was going to be the way this was coming down. Um, Before we get to all that, let me just give you a couple of reminders because we're going to take that press conference. It's going to be pretty lengthy. Uh, First up, I want to remind you that I'm inviting you to be with us on September the 23rd. It's a live event at the beautiful Grand Hyatt Tampa Bay. Now, we're talking about the Job Creators Network evening and uh, Bring Back Small Business Tour And we're going to be talking about that. And, boy, I guarantee you with our national talk show hosts and the governor coming in, we're going to talk about a whole lot of things. Now, we have a VIP reception that you may want to plug in with, as well as our main event. The VIP reception begins at 530 for an hour for you to be able to have some 
some a uh, little bit uh, more of a dialogue back and forth with some of our guests. The main event is at 7 o'clock. Let me just tell you what's happening at this event. Again, the date is September 23rd. Tickets are available at TheAnswerTampa.com, TheAnswerTampa.com, at TheAnswerSarasota.com, TheAnswerSarasota.com. want to remind you that we're going to have a special in-person address by the governor of the state of Florida, Ron DeSantis. He will be with us that night at the, uh, the Grand Hyatt Tampa Bay, and that's a great, one of the great reasons for you to secure your tickets. And then uh, we're going to have a chance to talk to our national talk show host as well as Alfredo Ortiz, uh, who is uh, the president and CEO of the Job Creators Network. Maybe you're thinking about uh, opening a business. Maybe you own a small or a mid-sized business. Be a great opportunity as I'm going to be emceeing and hosting a panel discussion uh, with not only Alfredo Ortiz, but we're going to have Rebecca Walser with us, and she is a Fox News commentator, uh, comments uh, uh, on a lot of uh, business issues. And then our headliners for that night, Mike Gallagher is going to be with us for the um, opportunity to be on this panel. And fresh off the uh, campaign trail in California, Larry Elder, who may just be coming back as governor-elect, both Mike and uh, Larry are going to be joining the panel as well, and I am honored to be hosting that panel, Master of Ceremonies. Don't, don't forget that our own uh, Captain Matt Bruce, host of the Captain's America Third Watch, that you tune into overnight when you're up between 2 and 6 a.m., uh, he's going to be there, and he's going to lead out in the Pledge of Allegiance. And I want to tell you what, this Vietnam Purple Heart proud veteran, also a veteran uh, with the Fire Service New York on 9-11, uh, this is a very special time for him, and I know that all of you that enjoy um, his show and what he brings to uh, conservatism, uh, I know you'll want to come out and see him as well. So, again, come on out. It's September 23rd. You better get your tickets now because with the governor and all the VIPs we have coming, you don't want to miss this. That's going to be September 23rd at the uh, Grand Hyatt Tampa Bay. That's on the Tampa side of Courtney Campbell Causeway, just a stone's throw away from Tampa International Airport. And uh, you can get your tickets right now at TheAnswerTampa.com, TheAnswerTampa.com, or TheAnswerSarasota.com, or TheAnswerSarasota.com. Now, want to also remind you that uh, our friends at uh, with ACS Home Services, I want to tell you that uh, right now, if you haven't had a chance to check out their website, Take my challenge and go to acshomeservices.com. That's acshomeservices.com. Because uh, when you see all of what they have to offer in terms of maybe doors or windows, electrical wiring, replacing that uh, electrical box, and, and how about that very special cleaning and inspection? $79, not once but twice uh, in the next year, uh, of uh, sponsored by our friends at acshomeservices.com. You need to remember that every single one of the, the guys that will come out to your home is very heavily vetted. They are drug tested, and they are background checked prior to being hired at ACS Home Services. They never close, and they never have overtime charges. They have service techs that are available 24-7, and you pay the regular price you'd pay during a regular Monday through Friday business day. And uh, they also give free estimates if you have to have an AC unit. 
And by the way, they can uh, provide some opportunities with some cash back if you have an unexpected replacement of that central heat and air system and very, very attractive uh, uh, loan programs as well. And uh, when uh, you have them come out to do one of those maintenance tune-ups, it also comes with uh, duct sanitation. And uh, they will um, stand behind their work. If there's something that needs to be done, they'll give you a written estimate before anything begins, and they want you to be very satisfied. Check out all of what they can do at acshomeservices.com, acshomeservices.com. Then call them. The number to call is 813-544-2467. That's 813-544-2467. Tell my friends at ACS Home Services I told you to call. Well, as we begin the second hour here, I want to say a special welcome to those of you that are answer that are joining us this afternoon on our answer stations or news talk stations for the next hour. Uh, quite a press conference by the president, and um, we're going to take you directly to the next uh, uh, the next uh, opportunity to hear from the White House, and that's when uh, the cleanup person is going to come along, and uh, that is uh, Jen Psaki, uh, who is uh, the White House spokesperson. Not much to necessarily clean up in terms of Mr. Biden's performance of just a few moments ago because he did uh, he did his job. He read the teleprompter and didn't take any questions. So uh, the questions that the commander-in-chief should be facing are press and should be looking at them in their eye and should be looking at the American public, and that they should be his responses, not something that's on a teleprompter or jotted down in his notes. You're not going to see that because that's impossible to pull off. That's my opinion. You can have your opinion, but I have mine. And if you sense a little bit of a difference in my voice, uh, this has gone, this whole Afghanistan thing and the question of uh, the cognizancy of our president has really gone beyond politics. We're talking about the, the leader of the free world and We've been, in my opinion, we were hoodwinked by the press, never got any information about this president's um, physical exams, his health. You know, the press is pressed for this. I mean, every time there was a, a little problem with President Trump, it made headlines for a day or two. Is the president telling us everything? And then we've seen the hypocrisy on how the media has treated this president. But I want to tell you, I'll be perfectly clear, you may disagree with me, that's okay, and we'll still have fellowship, but I believe that this president should be impeached. I believe the president impeachment proceedings should begin. There's no way that his own cabinet is not going to exercise the other constitutional provision uh, stating that he is unfit for office. But let me be clear, let me be very clear. The president is not going to be impeached, even though I call for impeachment. And the reason is Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, Chuck Schumer, uh, Majority Leader in the Senate, they will never let that happen with the majorities that they have for now. For now. Remember that we're going to have an election. Now, uh, the, the, the November 22nd uh, year year 22nd election it's a long way off 
And I'm asking those of you who are my prayer partners, who are also followers of Christ on our Faith Talk stations, joining us as well this afternoon, we have to pray, pray, pray for divine intervention for this president and for the White House. These are, these are really, really dangerous times. And we're going to be tested by the Russians, the Chinese, the North Koreans, the Iranians, you name it, everywhere we go. And so what we're going to do is let's go to the White House. Jen Psaki is getting started. We'll have to break for commercial interruptions, but let's go ahead and uh, take up the press, the uh, presser at the White House. Today, the FEMA administrator and the American Red Cross director in Louisiana to meet with the governor and survey the damage from Hurricane Ida. Administrator Criswell it will travel to Mississippi tomorrow to meet with state officials. And as Ida continues to move to the northeast, we expect heavy rain to continue. There's life-threatening flash flooding uh, that remains a threat in West Virginia, Pennsylvania, D.C., and elsewhere. In the Gulf Coast, search and, ter- and rescue efforts are underway. Twelve urban search and rescue teams are currently operational in Louisiana to support state and local efforts. The Coast Guard has been doing overhead flights, including in Grand Isle, to search for anyone in need of assistance. So far, urban re- search and rescue teams have assisted over hundreds of survivors, and their work continues. Uh, we're also in regular contact, which is a huge priority for people in the region, with private electricity companies to ensure they have the resources they need as they work to restore power in Louisiana and Mississippi, where more than 1.1 million customers remain without electricity. We've seen some people in Mississippi get electricity back, and we're hopeful we'll see continued improvements. There are more than 25,000 linemen from 32 states and D.C. in the region racing to restore power. Uh, and FEMA has staged nearly 250 generators in the region to support impacted areas. We're going to get more generators to the area to get more power to the emergency services that need it the most. Uh, We also want to make sure that individuals in the impacted areas of Louisiana know they can apply for federal assistance. We would encourage anyone in need of assistance to visit disasterassistance.gov or call 1-800-621-FEMA. As of this morning, 48 shelters are open in affected areas throughout the Gulf Coast. FEMA has staged more than 4.4 million meals, 3.2 million liters of water, and more than 124,000 tarps in the region. And additional ambulance crews have been transported to Louisiana and Mississippi. The Department of Transportation also issued a regional emergency declaration for states, uh, including Alabama, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Tennessee, and Texas, providing flexibility for transporting fuel as well as essential items like food, water, and power restoration equipment uh, to support emergency relief efforts. And today we have two additional actions uh, to announce to increase the availability of gasoline and ease price pressures. First, the department will extend and amend an emergency declaration that offers temporary flexibility to how many hours a truck driver can drive. All right, I'm going to take it back in for just a moment. We have joined Jen Psaki at the White House. Uh, The first uh, part of her briefing is giving us an update on uh, the emergency situation and uh, what's being done to assist millions of people who have been severely impacted by Ida. When she continue, when she finishes that up, she'll get on to Afghanistan. We'll take a break. More of the Bill Bunkley Show in a moment. We'll be right back. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. Every patriotic American is appalled by our botched retreat from Afghanistan. Equally hideous is the dawning realization that lives and treasure have been squandered and that we may be leaving Afghanistan even worse than we found it. As horrified as we are, our distress is nothing to that of our soldiers and their families. 
Imagine sacrificing your youth, your limbs, or a loved one's life now to suspect it was all in vain. I hope our rank-and-file soldiers and their families know what you did has mattered to us. We are grateful beyond measure. Because of your sacrifices, we slept peacefully for the last 20 years. Because you were willing to endure long separations from your children, our children grew up relatively insulated from the fear of domestic terrorism. The Bible says, Greater love hath no man than that he lay down his life for his friends. To the fighting men and women of our armed forces, we return that love in full measure. Joe, technician from Safelite Auto Glass. My last customer was a busy mom with lots to do until she noticed a big crack in her windshield. She didn't want to drive with her baby in that car, so she scheduled online at Safelite.com. No one makes replacing a windshield easier. Plus, she loved how Safelite emails a photo of the technician so she knew who was coming to her house and how soon. Call 1-800-800-2727 or go to Safelite.com. Safelite Repair, Safelite Replace. As a family member or friend, you may be the first to notice when a veteran you love has been going through changes. Things like withdrawing, drinking more, or increased anger could be a sign of a larger health concern. But help is available. Listen to hundreds of inspiring stories at maketheconnection.net and learn how you can support the veterans in your life. Treatment works. Recovery is possible. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. Jen Psaki has begun the Afghanistan portion of her press conference. Let's go join that live. So that we can use that not just for uh, for flights for people to depart, but also for humanitarian assistance, which we would work through programs like the World Food, Food Program and others to distribute. So there are a number of channels. This is a priority the Secretary of State will be leading. They'll continue to provide updates, and we're hoping to uh, make progress in the coming days. And secondly, on the economy, you were asked the other day about the expiration of the extended unemployment benefits. We know that black unemployment in this country is above 8%. It's above 7% in New York, Nevada, Illinois, California. With the expiration, how do you ensure that people in those places still get the support and aid they need? You're right, and Josh, it's vitally important to look at the fact that there are different circumstances in different states. So if we just take a step back and look at the national landscape uh, on these benefits, uh, in about half of all states, 24 governors have already made the decision to eliminate pandemic unemployment benefits. That's a choice they have made. In the remaining 26 states, unemployment levels vary pretty widely, from 3 percent to 7 percent, and half of these remaining states have unemployment rates that are already less than 5 percent. So there are different needs in different states, and governors are making different decisions. Uh, what we're trying to do, and, and what we announced about two weeks ago, but obviously there was a lot of news going on, uh, is our uh, effort to put new tools in place to help states that choose to further extend pandemic unemployment benefits because of those needs, because uh, they're states like those you have mentioned, or because they have higher rates of unemployment among African Americans or other groups that need additional assistance. So the Secretary of Treasury and the Secretary of, Depart of Labor sent a letter to 
Senator Chairman Wyden and Chairman Neal underscoring and affirming that states can use their allocations of the $350 billion of state and local fiscal relief funds included in the American Rescue Plan. That is funding that can be used. The Department of Labor has also made $90 million in career grants available to support comprehensive reemployment services for all Americans and $146 million in reemployment services and eligibility assessments. And the Department of Labor also sent a letter uh, just last week to states with information about how to leverage existing UI program infrastructure to leverage to deliver ongoing support to unemployed workers. We have also been engaging directly with states. We've been engaged now with about 30 states and counting to talk about what their specific needs are and how programs that are available can be eligible uh, to people in their states. Go ahead. Uh, first on Ida, thank you for that information. Are you still tracking that he might go to the region at some point? He certainly is open to that. Uh, what he does not want to do is interrupt rescue and uh, and um, recovery efforts, uh, which, as many of you may or may not know who have covered hurricanes before, uh, people leaving their homes and going to evacuation centers, that can increase in the days ahead. It isn't always just in the day after. Uh, and certainly there are ongoing efforts on the ground, as I just noted. So he's open to that. I don't have anything to announce at this point in time. Obviously, the president of the United States going to a region takes a lot of resources. Um, on Afghanistan. Um is there any sense of if and how many Americans might have left today? Is there even a way to track that for the U.S. government at this point? Well, I will say we remain in touch through a range of means of communication, email, text, WhatsApp. Uh, that's uh, something that we could certainly do from here, but also having a presence in Doha and diplomats in the region will enable that to happen uh, locally. Or, or Re close by as well. Uh, I don't have an update for you on the numbers, um, but uh, that's something the State Department would have the best assessment of. Um, we have asked and we talked a little bit about the president's mood over the last few days or his, you know, his sense of all of this. A few of us observed he seemed angry at the beginning of the speech today. Uh, who's he mad at? I would say I'll I'll give you a different assessment of what I saw, uh, which is that he gave a forceful assessment, uh, laid out a forceful case to the American people as to why it was time to wind down a 20-year war uh, that has uh, le led to the loss of thousands of lives. And in his view, and I think he made a firm case of this, it's not in our national security interest to be on the ground anymore. In North Korea, the ongoing situation there, what's your current understanding of uh what they're doing with their nuclear program, and is there any renewed outreach to Kim Jong-un and his regime? Well, uh, we have uh, left the door open and obviously reached out through our channels. I don't have an update uh, for you in terms of uh, any response to our offer. Our offer remains to meet anywhere, anytime, without preconditions. We're obviously aware of the reports we've seen over the last 24 hours, and we're closely coordinating with our allies and partners on developments uh, and assessing closely. Go ahead, Jeff. Jen, the President said in his remarks just a short time ago that uh, in April a deadline was set for August 31st. In fact, in his April remarks, he set a deadline for September 11th. So what changed over these last few months between the August 31st deadline and the September 11th initial deadline? Was that a deadline agreed to, a new time frame agreed to by the Taliban or suggested by them or by this administration? Or what's the discrepancy there? The military. Uh gave their assessment that they needed 120 days to uh, wind down our presence in Afghanistan. So we abided by that. But in the April speech, September 11th was the date. The August 31st date just arrived um, between April 
now. And he based, bases strategic decisions, uh, I mean tactical decisions, I should say, on the advice of the military and commanders on the ground and the timeline they needed to uh, wind down our presence. And hence, here we are. It was his timeline, though. It was not the Taliban's timeline. So he moved up the timeline to August 31st? We needed 120 days, and we abided by the advice of the military. Jeff? Jen, does, can you clarify whether the United States has an agreement with the Taliban to allow more Americans and other Afghans to leave the country? Well, I will say, Jeff, that it is our, not just our expectation, but also the expectation of 100 countries around the world, the UN Security Council and others, that the Taliban will abide by what they committed to last Friday, which is the ability of people to leave Afghanistan should they choose to leave. Uh, there need, do need to be ongoing diplomatic negotiations, or discussions, I should say. That's a part of what the Secretary of State and his team will be leading. But I would note that uh, the Taliban conveyed that on Friday, a leader of the Taliban. Uh, again, more than half of the countries in the world have conveyed clearly what they expect, and the UN Security Council signed a resolution yesterday. So those are the diplomatic pieces that have moved forward, but this will be a top priority in the days ahead. The president was critical today and has been critical of President Trump's, former President Trump's deal with the Taliban. Given that, I'm wondering if this administration or if this president gave any consideration to not holding on to former President Trump's special envoy to Afghanistan. He stayed on. Uh, look, I think the, the president wanted to be clear about what he was left when he took office, and he laid that out very clearly in his speech. Uh, but just to reiterate, since you gave me a couple an opportunity, a couple of the points. Um, when the president took office, there was a deadline that was just three months away that included for May 1st. That included no requirement that the Taliban work out a cooperative governing agreement with the Afghan government. It did release 5,000 prisoners last year, including some of the Taliban's top war commanders. So the president was walking into that circumstance. Uh, he wanted to leave Afghanistan. It's a war he has long felt we needed to depart from. He's, feel, he's felt that was long overdue. Uh, but that was the circumstance he walked into. And frankly, there's a little bit of selective memory loss from some of the people who served in the last administration about these circumstances. But my question was actually, why, why hold on to the, that, the Afghan envoy, the U.S. envoy to Afghanistan, who served under President Trump? Why did President Biden hold on to him? The president has made changes where he saw fit and has not made changes where he felt the person continued to be the right person for the job. That's not a political decision. Go ahead. All right, let's do this. We've got to take a quick break. More of Jen Psaki. Interesting stuff coming out of the White House. We'll have more after the break. I'm Bill Bunkley. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. SRN News. I'm John Scott. President Biden has addressed the nation on the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan, defending the U.S. military airlift. More than 100 Americans and thousands of Afghans looking to leave were left behind. But the president said diplomatic and other efforts would continue to get them out. Louisiana communities battered by Hurricane Ida are now dealing with the possibility of weeks without power and the stifling late summer heat. One million people and businesses without power. The entire city of New Orleans is dark. And officials say they don't know when power would return. The New Orleans airport remained closed to commercial flights for a third day. At least four deaths were blamed on the storm. 
Stocks ending a wobbly day lower. The Dow dropped 39 points. The Nasdaq was down six. And the S&P 500 also losing six points. This is SRN News. Nissan is simply the best around when it comes to selling or trading your vehicle. Right from the comfort of your home, office, or cell phone, you can get all the money for your vehicle in seconds. Just visit us online at mossnissan.com and enter your current vehicle's license plate number, VIN number, or make and model, and get top dollar in seconds. We will even come to you with a check in hand. It's that simple. Turn your car into a pile of cash today. Moss Nissan, whatever it takes. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. Hi, this is Michael Sanchez. Of all the things I've done, from singing on The Voice to leading worship at Shadow Mountain, one of my favorite opportunities is joining David Jeremiah in cities across the country. I hope you'll join me in your city for a night with David Jeremiah. This will be an evening of enriching study, practical teaching, powerful worship, and uplifting fellowship. Request your free tickets today and join David Jeremiah in Tampa, Florida on October 5th at the Yingling Center. Go to davidjeremiah.org slash tour or call 1-800-947-1993. How many mortgage professionals do you know that work night and day, seven days a week? This is Bill Bunkley. If you're looking to finance a new home loan or investment property, then you need to contact my buddy Anthony Recupero at LendUS in Tampa. Anthony is by far the hardest working professional I have ever seen. Realtors love him because he gets their buyers approved and closed in record time. Give him a call at 813-326-3331. Anthony Recupero, NMLS number 1612-633, LendUS LLC, NMLS number 1938, Equal Housing Opportunity. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Be encouraged by The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Live your life on purpose. God created you for a purpose. So decide today to start living on purpose. But know this. You can expect challenges along the way. You've got to learn to shake off the dust and go on with God. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, a.m. 570-910 and letstalkfaith.com. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. We are monitoring Jen Psaki, White House Press Secretary. She is still uh, taking questions from uh, the White House press pool. Let's go back to D.C. Uh, that the global community has, and we'll have to assess how things happen over the course of the coming days, weeks, and months. Go ahead, Jackie. Thanks, Jen. Um, one question on the dignified transfer, and I want to get to Afghanistan. 
some of the Gold Star families have criticized the president, president's conduct um, at the dignified transfer. There was a, a father of one Marine who said that the president appeared to be checking his watch every time a black draped transfer case came out of the plane. And a sister of another Marine said that it felt like a fake and scripted apology. Um, was the president looking at his watch, and does he have a message to those people uh, who felt that they were offended? Well, I would say his message to all of the family members who were there, those who were not uh, even in attendance, is uh, that he is uh, grateful to their uh, sons and daughters, the sacrifice uh, they made to the country, that he knows uh, firsthand what it's like to lose a child and the fact that no one can tell you uh, anything or say anything or there's no words that are going to fill that hole that is left by that. Uh, He's not going to speak to, and I'm not going to speak to, the private conversations. Of course, they have the right uh, to convey whatever they would like. But I will tell you from spending a lot of time with him over the past couple of days that he was deeply impacted by these family members who he met uh, oh, just two days ago, uh, that he talks about them frequently in meetings and, and the incredible service and sacrifice of their son and daughters. I, that is not going to change their suffering, but uh, I wanted to convey that still. Go ahead. On the picture aid to the Taliban that um, Jake Sullivan was talking about this morning, yeah. he said um, when it comes to economic and development assistance, uh, with the relationship with the Taliban will be about the Taliban's actions. Should we understand that to mean that um, economic and development assistance could could translate to taxpayer money eventually going to the Taliban at some point? I know that's different from the humanitarian aid we've been talking about, the World Food Program and uh, things like that, but these specific references that Sullivan made this morning. Well, I would I would go back to kind of the earlier question on this. There's an enormous amount of money they have at the federal, in the Federal Reserve. I shouldn't say they. The government of Afghanistan has in the Federal Reserve, which they don't have access to right now. That's actually their money that's being held there. Uh, so that's one of the questions here. There are also sanctions that are in place on a number of leaders. Uh, obviously, that prevents them from doing business in various parts of the world. I think that's really what Jake Sullivan was referring to. Um, but to, to get back real quick to this leverage, this issue of leverage, and I understand the U.S. plans to use that leverage for safe passage, but what specifically does the U.S. also want to see from the Taliban that they would use that leverage to get? You mentioned human rights or women's rights. Will the U.S. use its leverage if, for example, the Taliban doesn't allow girls to go to school or appears to be violating basic women's rights? I think the president said that in his speech. Okay. So, so things like access to the global marketplace would be contingent on girls being able to go to school, women's, fundamental women's I'm rights. I'm not here to outline specific parameters for you, but what I can tell you broadly is that human rights, uh, women's rights, are certainly what the United States and also the global community will be looking at. And I know the president also said in his speech that that assumption about how long the Afghan government would hold on, how long the military would be able to hold on, he acknowledged that that was a failed assumption. Who is responsible for that assumption? Is the president frustrated with his team at all for having made that false assumption? We don't have the luxury of being frustrated. Uh, our focus right now is on uh, continuing to move forward on our diplomatic efforts. 
uh, and continuing to do everything we can to get our Afghan partners and American citizens out and to get Afghans who have fought by our side uh, safely settled in the United States and third countries around the world. Go ahead. Was that like a military assumption, though, or was that an assumption coming from I don't from think the anyone assessed that they would collapse as quickly as they did. Anyone. Anyone in this room, anyone in the region, anyone anywhere in the world. If you have anyone who did, I'd be surprised. Go ahead. Thanks, Jen. Um, the Afghan interpreter who helped uh, rescue then-Senator Joe Biden when he was stranded 13 years ago in Afghanistan is now in hiding. He told the Wall Street Journal, hello, Mr. President, save me and my family, don't forget me. What's your response to him, and why is he and other Afghan allies like him still in the country if the president believes, as he said today, that the mission was an extraordinary success? Well, I would say first our message to him is thank you for fighting by our side for the last 20 years. Thank you for the role you played in uh, helping a, a number of my favorite people out of a snowstorm um, and for all of the work you did. And our commitment is enduring, not just to American citizens, but to our Afghan partners who have fought by our side. And our efforts and our focus right now is, as you heard General McKenzie say and others say over the last 24 hours, is to the diplomatic phase. We will get you out. We will honor your service. And we're committed to doing exactly that. But Thanks so much, Jen. Um, just to build on some of the things my colleagues were saying, President Biden said Americans who uh, were given multiple chances to leave, uh, dating back several months. Um, but things, as you just noted, changed dramatically in the last few weeks. My question is, how many of those families said they wanted to stay in Afghanistan in the last few weeks, two, three weeks? And is it really fair to say, for the president to say, that they didn't leave when they had the chance? As you just mentioned, no one expected the collapse. Uh, as happened, and the president himself for months was publicly saying that the Taliban would not be running things um, and, that this, and also that this exit would be safe and organized. Well, I, I would say first that no one is placing blame here. I think it's important for people to understand, though, what the process has been. And uh, while there are between 100 and 200 American citizens who have not yet departed, uh, we have also evacuated more than 5,500 American citizens and their family members and 115,000 other people from Afghanistan. So more than 120,000 people made their way to the airport or was able to evacuate from the country. It is also very understandable, and I want to be very clear here, the vast majority, if not everyone, though the State Department would have to speak to this, who is still there are dual citizens who have lived their entire lives in Afghanistan. This is about, I know this is hard for people to understand who grew up and live here. This is where they've lived. This is where their family members are. This is their communities. Maybe they own shops. Maybe they are uh, have 50 family members or 20 family members. This is not an easy decision to leave. We understand that. And what the president is saying is, if you decide to leave next week, if you decided two days ago and we couldn't get you out, we're going to get you out. And that's what his commitment is. Can I ask about the um, immigration system and the refugee situation? Uh, the, the U.S. immigration system is already very overstretched. It's dysfunctional. Um, I wanted to know what steps is the administration taking to ensure that the tens of thousands of Afghan people who are being re resettled here in the United States are not going to be caught up in red tape and that they're going to get the resources they need? 
first, uh, the President has act, asked the Secretary of Homeland Security to lead this effort, um, and there is a process that includes not just a thorough background check and vetting process, but as individuals come to the United States, some will end up going to military bases where they will have, will have access to a range of resources, including vaccines. Those who are on who are parolees will be required to get those vaccines. Uh, and what we are working to do is ensure we are leveraging and working with all of the incredible refugee resettlement organizations around the country who are eager and open to helping these Afghan refugees, also to veterans organizations who are eager and open to helping these Afghan refugees uh, resettle in the United States and work through as orderly a process using every lever of government from the U.S. military, the Department of Homeland Security, to move this process as rapidly as we can. Go ahead. The President was very clear today, as he has been, about why he thinks U.S. forces should not be in Afghanistan right now. But he was part of the uh, Obama administration in 2014 when the then-president decided he needed to send troops back to Iraq after uh, several years to deal with the Islamic State threat. Does the President rule out needing to send troops back to Afghanistan to deal with a similar uh, threat should it arise now? I'm not going to look into a crystal ball in the future, but I think he's been pretty clear he doesn't have an intention to start another war and redeploy troops to Afghanistan. And what we've seen over the past week is that uh, our over-the-horizon capacity can work and has worked in going after ISIS targets and killing people who went after our troops. So that's where our resources and our focus is going to be on at this point in time. I have another little bit of a crystal ball question. Okay. Uh, the, I mean, ultimately, it'll be, ultimately, it will be up to the president to decide whether to establish diplomatic relations with a Taliban-only or Taliban-led government. And while Secretary Blinken and others have, have set some of the parameters for that, does the president himself have a view about whether it would be appropriate to ever have a full U.S. diplomatic relationship with the Taliban? Well, just like in any circumstance, it would depend on the conditions. But there's no rush to recognition coming from any aspect of this government or from the international community. Go ahead. Building on Ann's first question, does the president envision any situation in which he might de deploy a large amount of U.S. troops uh, abroad under his presidency, any sort of foreign conflict that would require the sort of mass troop deployment that he just said we are trying to move fast? I think one of the pieces that he talked about in the speech was how he views our engagement in the world, and I think this is probably why you're asking this question, um, and the horrible scenes and memories of the last few weeks. And as we think about how we embark on or how we use military force, uh, these moments and these divisions of the last several weeks or months or years should stick in us, and he may stick in our minds. He made clear, first, we must set missions with clear, achievable goals, not ones we will never reach, and second, we must stay clearly focused on the fundamental national security interests of the United States. I mean, the president has not hesitated to use force when warranted. When he feels it's been warranted, he has done strikes in certain parts of the world. He has made very clear, and he said today, our work with you, uh, we're not done with you, ISIS. That was a paraphrase, but uh, he said it better. Uh, but 
Uh, and that, I think, sends a clear message that he's going to go after terrorists. He's not going to hesitate to use the capacities and capabilities we have. But he also wants to be mindful about how we use uh, thousands and large swaths of troops. And I think he was sending a clear message about how he views that. Second question. The president has obviously been very consumed by uh, this situation and by the hurricane. But as we roll into September, should we expect to start seeing him doing public events again for his economic agenda, particularly facing the months in Congress that, that awaits it? Absolutely. I think you can expect the president to uh, be communicating over the coming weeks on a range of issues that are front and center on the minds of the American people. Uh, certainly, he gave a speech today on Afghanistan, but. Uh, certainly, you can expect to hear from him more on his Build Back Better agenda, on COVID and his commitment to uh, getting the virus under control, uh, to talk, speak to parents and uh, those who have kids going back to school. There are a range of issues he's eager to communicate about. Absolutely. Go ahead. Um, did the president watch the takeoff of the last flight um, from Afghanistan yesterday? And has he been in contact with um, you know, any of the service members who were on the last flight? Uh, well, he did. Uh, I know there's been some reporting out there on this, so, but I can confirm for you that um, the president learned of the uh, last flight uh, safely uh, leaving Afghanistan uh, when he was in the Oval Office meeting with members of his national security team and some senior advisors. And a note was passed to his national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, who conveyed it to the president, the news to the president. Obviously, in those cases, for those of you who have watched these events closely, you have to wait until uh, they're out of airspace. Hence, it was a little bit before uh, you saw the announcement by the Pentagon. Um, and he has conveyed repeatedly in meetings that I have at least been in uh, to the, mem the military how grateful he is for okay, their work. we'll bring it back in. We've been giving you live coverage of Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary, live from uh, the White House in Washington, D.C. We'll come back to her in a moment if she is still speaking. More of the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Travel Cats is a one-of-a-kind travel partner, offering a rare mix of valuable expertise, unparalleled personal service, and commitment to delivering a superior travel experience and incredible group rates. Whether you're looking for group travel, a couple's getaway, family vacations, cruises, Christian tours, or you just want a no-hassle yet unforgettable travel experience, Travel Cats is the right call. Learn more by visiting TravelCats.com. That's TravelKATZ.com. Travel Cats. Group travel made easy. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And, and we're, we're the, the owners, owners of South Coast, Coast Tax. Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 836, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed, and one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. 
All you need is a mini satellite installed, and you can have unlimited Internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the Internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is, satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-696-6902 Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Traders, listen up. As life in America starts to return to normal, are you looking for the best trading opportunities? With the current real estate market, the rise of crypto, and the volatility of tech stocks, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text the word MONEY to 813-813 to learn how our technology analyzes over 1 million data points per day. Text the word MONEY to 813-813 so you can learn how to predict market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Whether you're trading stocks, options, forex, futures, or crypto, Vantage Point's patented artificial intelligence can give you a massive edge. Text MONEY to 813-813 to find out how to maximize your gains. Text the word MONEY to 813-813 to learn how to use the volatility to your advantage. Don't wait. Text the word MONEY to 813-813 now. Go to VantagePointSoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. The following message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Soon, it will be time to make important decisions about your Medicare prescription drug coverage. Shine counselors provide free, unbiased help in selecting a Medicare Part D or Advantage plan. If you have questions, Shine can guide you through the enrollment period ending December 7th. For more information or to volunteer, call 1-800-963-5337 or go to floridashine.org. Back, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Uh, coming up next on our News Talk Answer Station, Jay Sekulow Live will be along the way. want to remind you that uh, I will be giving commentary on the, um, the uh, press conference by President Biden as well as Jen Psaki, the press secretary. That will be coming up in the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. If you'd like to tune in, that's on Fate Talk Radio at 5 o'clock, if uh, you're not on Fate Talk Radio, you can switch your frequency to AM 570 all across West Central Florida. If you're in and around Plant City, that frequency is AM 910. If you're around Lakeland or the environs around Lakeland, go to FM 102.1. If you're in northern Pasco over by the Gulf and Bayonet Point 100.3, and that's the Bill Bunkley Show for hour number three, as I have quite a bit to say about what has been said this afternoon. Let's go back to the um, press briefing by Jen Psaki at the White House. There's no deadline to get the remaining Americans who want to leave out of Afghanistan. But is there an acceptable timeline for the president for them coming home? 
Well, I would say, Rachel, if someone decides in a year they want to leave Afghanistan, we're going to help them leave. If somebody is now ready to, we're going to help them leave as quickly as possible. So I think that's what he was conveying. But Thanks, Jen. Um, I want to follow up on my question yesterday about deserving Afghans who did not get to leave. I think many people would understand that in the fog of war, despite the best efforts of the Marines and consular officers on the ground, mistakes are made. You know, I mean, Marines could grab people or push people out of the gate because of a security threat, for example. But what I was talking about were these specific allegations from our sources on the ground and people who are assisting in these rescue operations who say that because of inconsistent policies, conflicting policies, and also a lack of coordination between the State Department and the Pentagon, uh, and also competing interests from people in Washington with influence who are pulling strings, this creates a chaos in which vulnerable Afghans, including SIVs, were left behind, but individuals who may not have a, uh, who is not an at-risk individual, gets to leave. So is the administration willing to admit responsibility for this situation, and what would be your remedy? I have no confirmation of what you've just outlined. What I will tell you is that 117,000 approximately, many of them Afghans, people who are not American citizens, were evacuated. That's more people than ever in any airlift in U.S. history. And we, what our U.S. Marines and what our military did on the ground was work to evacuate as many people as humanly possible as quickly as possible. And many of those people were SIV applicants. Many of them were green card holders. Obviously, we've given you the number of, of, uh, of American citizens. And many of them were just people from vo the vulnerable populations uh, who we were able to get out. But we are committed to continuing to work in a diplomatic manner to get more people out who want to evacuate. And I would reiterate that we've worked already with to, uh, to get support for a statement from 100 countries around the world to pass a UN Security Council resolution and to uh, make clear to the Taliban that that's our expectation. Yamish, go ahead. Can you give us an overall uh, picture of the structure of these agreements with these countries? What are we paying or providing them in return? And how we, do we deal with local resentment? And this would also apply to you know people around uh, American bases who may feel uh, concerns about the threat of either COVID or terrorist threat. How, how are we dealing with that? Well, what we're doing is we're relying on all of you to convey clearly what our COVID protocols are, what our security protocols are, what our vetting protocols are, and we're also communicating very closely with governors and leaders in the region. Every country has different agreements. I wouldn't, this is not a quid pro quo situation. This is where the international community recognized the need of the Afghan people, and nearly two dozen countries have met this moment to have a place where uh, individuals who are leaving Afghanistan can be some before they go to third countries, some before they come to the United States. Jamish, go ahead. I think we've got to move on, Patsy. Go ahead. Um, thanks, Jen. My question, the president said that the U.S. should learn from its mistakes in the past. Mm -hmm. Does the president have any mistakes that he thinks he made during this withdrawal in Afghanistan that he wants to learn from? Well, I would say I think the president's been pretty clear that we all uh, had an expectation that the Afghan National Security Forces would fight harder in the end, would fight against the Taliban. Uh, we all had an expectation that uh, President Ghani would not flee the country. Uh, those were not expectations that were clearly met. So you can spend a lot of time looking in the rearview mirror. What our focus now on is, it, 
is on now is moving forward under our diplomatic effort, settling uh, Afghan refugees, SIV applicants, and others who are coming to the United States, doing that in a very thorough and clear way, and also uh, getting them settled in communities. Um, that's what our focus has to be on. That he shouldn't have made those assumptions about the Afghan about the Afghan government. Is that the lesson for him? Then well, I think I think most people made that uh, made that assumption, but I, I don't have any more for you. Well, I only ask that because he said that the U.S. should make learn from their mistakes, but if there's right, and he laid out clearly what he thinks they are over the past 20 years. And then a quick yeah, not Louisiana. The governor mm -hmm. said that he's worried that the power outages might start affecting the hospitals. Um, is there? Can, make any clarification on whether or not um, the FEMA can do anything more to help utility companies um, and, and whether or not there's any sort of estimates on whether or not hospitals will be affected. Well, so initial reports uh, from the local hospital distributor network indicate no supply chain disruptions, but he is right. I mean, this is an area where we okay, are all... Okay, going to bring it back in for this second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, and we have been giving you as much coverage as possible of the Afghan pullout, as well as the emergency in, uh, with Hurricane Ida. I'll have more commentary and the press conference on the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Well, Bill Bunkley with some words of wisdom. Don't listen to rookies telling you that you can't get a loan until your current home is under contract or that your credit score is too low. My friend Anthony Recupero at LendUS in Tampa gets loans approved and closed in weeks that other lenders take months to do. If you're constantly having to push back your closing date because of your lender, call Anthony at 813-326-3331. Anthony Recupero, NMLS number 1612633, LendUS LLC, NMLS number 1938, Equal Housing Opportunity. Hey, this is Bill Carl. We think of ministry as something that happens at the church. But what about ministry that happens in the marketplace? Tune in this Sunday morning at 8 for a brand new program called Ministry in the Marketplace with pastor, evangelist, author, and entrepreneur, Dr. Richard Hamlet. The gospel is not only for the Jews and the 12 tribes of Israel, but it is for the Gentiles. And then it is for everyone. The gospel is for every people group. It's for every ethnicity. Don't miss Ministry in the Marketplace. Sunday morning at 8 on Faith Talk and at letstalkfaith.com. WTBN Pinellas Park, W262CP Bayonet Point. Brought to you by Moss Nissan. Locations in Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and Tampa. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Biden defended his decision to leave Afghanistan in an address from the White House this afternoon. Mr. Biden said he didn't have much choice in the matter. So we're left with a simple decision. Either follow through on the commitment made by the last administration and leave Afghanistan or say we weren't leaving and commit another tens of thousands more troops going back to war. That was the choice, the real choice between leaving or escalating. I was not going to extend this forever war. The president said more than 100 Americans and thousands of Afghans looking to leave were left behind, but Biden said diplomatic and other efforts would continue to get them out. Residents in New Orleans are coming to terms with the prospect of weeks without electricity in the oppressive late summer heat. As the days go by, we understand people get, get, get a little angst. New Orleans Mayor Latoya Cantrell. We know it's hot. Uh, we know that we do not have any power. So they've set up areas throughout the city to help residents out. Food, uh, some uh, ability to cool down, as well as charge 
uh, critical uh, communication devices, which we know are just essential at this point. Cantrell says they're using 70 buses as cooling stations. I'm Shelley Adler. Out west, the problem continues to be fires, especially close to Lake Tahoe. Cal Fire's Dominic Polito says he's glad people paid attention to the evacuation information. It was, uh, it was a bit chaotic, but everyone got out of where they needed to get out, and we didn't have to deal with neighborhoods where there were still people that we had to worry about. Everyone, everyone moved, so that part was successful. On Wall Street, the data on by 39 points. This is SRN News. Excuse me. Why don't you have life insurance yet? I've got diabetes, and I know the price will be through the roof for the pre-existing condition. Well, actually, SelectQuote makes it easy to get very affordable life insurance, even if you have a health issue. I'm listening. You'll get quotes from some of the country's most trusted carriers. Even with your diabetes, you can get around $250,000 in insurance for as little as a dollar a day. That would be amazing. <laughs> What's it called again? SelectQuote. Just call or go to selectquote.com to get your free quote. Get the coverage you need at a price you can afford. Call 1-800-694-1010 or go to selectquote.com today. That's 1-800-694-1010 or selectquote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Get full details on example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Monthly premiums vary based on health company and other factors. Not available in all states. The Jewish High Holy Days are just around the corner. Rosh Hashanah, the New Year celebration, begins at sundown on September 6th, and Jews around the world are preparing. The pandemic is still a problem in a lot of places, but it's expected many Jews will be somewhat more free to celebrate this year compared to 2020. A week later, it's Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. Rosh Hashanah is a festive occasion marked by feasting. Yom Kippur, more solemn and contemplative. Michael Harrington, SRN News. International Christian Concern reports Turkey's President Erdogan has ordered a series of inspections of the country's churches. In Turkey, houses of worship are classified as foundations or associations, which gives the authorities the right to scrutinize their activities and even remove leaders on terrorism charges. Persecution of Christians in Turkey has been on the rise over the past decade, as Erdogan has begun to turn the nation in a more Islamic direction. This is SRN News. Depending on where you are, you can pick up Faith Talk Radio on the FM dial. If you're on holiday to St. Petersburg or from Brandon to the coast, listen to all your favorite Faith Talk programming on FM 100.3. Strength Between Sundays, always on AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. And in Northwest Hillsborough County on FM 100.3. Hi, this is Michael Sanchez. Of all the things I've done, from singing on The Voice to leading worship at Shadow Mountain, one of my favorite opportunities is joining David Jeremiah in cities across the country. I hope you'll join me in your city for a night with David Jeremiah. This will be an evening of enriching study, practical teaching, powerful worship, and uplifting fellowship. Request your free tickets today and join David Jeremiah in Tampa, Florida on October 5th at the Yingling Center. Go to davidjeremiah.org slash tour or call 1-800-947-1993. Strength Between Sundays, Faith Talk 570 and 910, online at letstalkfaith.com. Odyssey. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. 
history will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Bill Bunkley here. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. It is a... um, it's an extraordinary Tuesday afternoon with some extraordinary things that have been happening this afternoon. And the President of the United States has made his statement on Afghanistan. And the press secretary for the President, Jen Psaki, came in to play cleanup again. The President took no questions, no questions whatsoever at his press conference this afternoon. Hey, glad to have you with us. I'm your watchman on the wall, Bill Bunkley, with the Bill Bunkley Show, broadcasting all across West Central Florida this afternoon on Salem Radio, part of the Salem Media Group. And as your watchman on the wall, I'm, uh, I've am i got a lot to talk about today for the last hour. And um, I acknowledge on the front end that what I may have to say, you may not agree with. And I, uh, I'm okay with that. And um, I want you to know that uh, we can agree to disagree. But as your watchman on the wall, I am very, very, very concerned. And I'll just tell you where I'm coming from. I think the President of the United States ought to be impeached. I think the President of the United States is not in a mental capacity to lead the free world. And I um, I am so thankful that at least today in the United States of America, in some parts of the country, that we are able to say what we believe, share what's on our heart, be protected from reprisal by the First Amendment to the Constitution that may well go away one day. Maybe sooner rather than later, because we see already with all of the cancel everything culture, especially in our college and university campuses, in many other places, school board meetings, county commission meetings all across the country where it matters. If you don't toe the line, you don't have a right to express an opinion. Well, I'm going to express some opinions this afternoon and you can express your opinion as well. Our phone lines are going to be open at 877-943-9673. You may have a thought or reaction to some of the things that I'm going to put on the table this afternoon. And uh, if you do, you can give us a call. But remember, it has to be a respectful conversation based on your opinion, based on the facts or the facts that you believe them to be. We're not going to be name-calling. We're not going to be having any of that. I want to tell you that I very, very much uh, respect the office of the presidency of the United States. That doesn't mean that I can't disagree 
with the policies coming from either the President of the United States or his administration. And that includes the various departments of the federal government. Same goes with United States House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi, in charge. United States Senate, Chuck Schumer, in charge. But as your watchman on the wall, I hope that you will stand with me in the gap for our American values. We need to begin to speak out. God blessed us with a nation, a nation that is a we-the-people nation. And I hope you understand how important that is when compared to other nations around the globe. Our founding fathers built this country for bottom-up leadership, not top-down leadership, even though all we have practically today is top-down leadership. We have to get off our couches. We have to be begin to articulate where this country should be going in love. And if we get into a little bit of a disagreement with someone about the direction of the country, that's fine. But the alarm has been sounded. There is no doubt, there is no doubt that all of us who understand and are followers of Christ, we cannot ignore the fact that probably we have entered into the beginning of the end time. And that means that we should be primary concern to all of us is to make sure everyone knows how extremely urgent these times are. And above everything else, above all of what we'll talk about today, the topics of the day of the president's point of view on Afghanistan, or if it's not the president, his staff, we never really know who's who with what's coming out of the White House right now. And that's a that's a that's a shame in and of itself. Talk about no, you know, lack of confidence of our commander in chief. But we'll stand right here in the gap for our American values, which are the values based on the Old and New Testament. And I hope that you will more and more get on the front lines by calling, discussing Christian worldview issues with all of your elected officials that work for you. Let's not forget that. They work for us. We elect them to be our representatives. You're not subjected to them. You are subjected to the laws of the land. And in in absolutely most cases, those have to be followed. But we also need to begin to understand. We know already, we learned the lesson about the importance of elections. I've heard from some of you who are not happy with the choice you made for president, and you regret that choice now. I understand. But we are where we are. And remember that this country, since the 60s and 70s, has made it a priority in some circles to be in rebellion to the God of the universe, to reject his son, Jesus Christ, who came here to redeem all of us, 
from the sinful world that we inherited at birth. And when we've had a growing number of Americans clench their fist against God, declare their independence from God, tell him that they're not interested in anything he has to stay, say or share, well, that's only going to be rolling on for so long. I only point to Israel. Temple twice destroyed. God is long-suffering. He loves all of us. He doesn't want anyone to perish. But he can only be pushed so far. And I'm going to tell you, I wouldn't begin to want to be a person who would try to do that in my life. But I pledge to be absolutely forever faithful through the power of the Holy Spirit to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and to our American Judeo-Christian principles. The principles, foundations that are on the line is our faith, our freedoms, our families, and our free enterprise system. As always, you can give us a call, and today might be the day, maybe time for you to be a first-time caller, 877-943-9673, you can text us on the Bill Bunkley Show text line at 813-444-6264, 813-444-6264, you can email me at afternoons at letstalkfaith.com, afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. There is so much to talk about today. So many concerning angles to where we find ourselves on this last day of August 2021. So I'm going to be sharing some thoughts, my opinion. You can agree, disagree. Hope you'll stay with us. But I got to talk straight how I feel, and in ways that where I might be wrong, so be it, but being reserved and silent in such a time as this is not what I believe the Lord would call us to do as his followers. I don't know about you. But all through the president's speech today, and he came out a very angry-looking old man. When asked about it at the press conference, Jen Psaki said, well, I wouldn't say he was angry, he was forceful. Well, I don't know about all of that, but I'll tell you my notes. I jotted down angry after the fact, but my notes in real time was that his bravado as he delivered his speech especially in the beginning it didn't do anything for me because unfortunately the number of mistruths that have come from he and his administration I just watched I just watched the president talking Maybe you were moved by what he said. I understand that. You may have loyalties to his administration. I understand that. But what he did was he just continues to double down, now angrily, blaming others. 
But let's back it up a little bit. The president, unfortunately, and I don't know whether he's totally aware of it or not, but he has been caught in so many lies, untruths. And very rarely do I use the word lie because that can be a trigger word. But I have to be honest, it's just overwhelming. Maybe it's because a lot of the people on his support of the aisle, they don't believe in absolute truth. His truth, my truth, everybody's got truth. But for those of us that believe in absolute truth, it it just isn't ringing true. Because of this president, I believe we are in the midst of a worldwide disaster. It is a worldwide crisis. Right now, we've got Americans that need to be rescued. We've got Afghans, including an Afghan interpreter that saved Joe Biden's life in 2008, along with Senator Hagel and Senator Kerry, when their helicopter went down on a snowy day in Afghanistan. And he asked the president today, please get me out. He was left behind. 877-943-9673. More commentary in a moment. You can give us a call. Moss Nissan is simply the best around, and during a time when many car dealers are experiencing serious inventory shortages, we pride ourselves in having the largest selection of new and pre-owned vehicles of any Nissan dealer in the Tampa Bay area. And we make sure that every customer receives our best deal guarantee, which means receiving top dollar for your trade, the best financing rates available, and Moss Care, which provides added features and benefits to both enhance and protect your investment. Moss Nissan, whatever it takes. To some, the book of Revelation is mysterious, even unknowable. But Pastor Greg Laurie helps us unravel the mystery in a brand new series on a new beginning. We'll unlock the insights and practical applications starting this week. Be sure to tune in for A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie. Listen to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie. Weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk Radio. Online at letstalkfaith.com. The joint supplements of today are sadly incomplete because they don't start relieving joint discomfort immediately until now. Introducing the complimentary two-week sample of fast-acting Instaflex, our most powerful joint formula ever. It can start relieving joint discomfort in just a few days. Claim your sample today. 1-800-451-3542. Great for your knees, hands, even your hips. Fast-acting Instaflex is available at GNC, but you can only get your complimentary two-week sample by calling 1-800-451-3542. 1-800-451-3542. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Who am I that that 
Welcome back. I am so thankful, Lord, that I am a child of God, that you have adopted me, that you have engrafted me into the vine of, well, quite frankly, all of our Jewish ancestors, your tribe of Judah, all the other tribes. This afternoon, I am so thankful to you, Lord, that as we are facing very, very serious times, and I can I can be on this platform and shout what I believe the truth is from the mountaintops, the housetops, that in the end, it is you and you alone that saves. It's you and you alone who have now engrafted me in eternal life with you. And it is going to be a glorious, glorious time. And that's why, in the midst of mixed emotions of being down, disappointed, lied to, I have joy. I have joy because one day I will be out of here. One day I won't have to live with all of the sin and the world that has developed around many people in our country. I hope there'll be a revival. I hope people will come to the realization that living materialistically for more and more exotic sexual encounters, buying cars, boats, etc., that all of those are absolutely dead-end strategies to happiness. And no one, my friend, if you don't know Christ, that little place in your heart that's never been satisfied, nothing will satisfy that place in your heart. Only Jesus Christ. And I'm going to tell you what, when he's in, he's satisfied that in my life. And uh, it's a game changer. So of all we talk about today, I pray that you would consider him in asking him to be your Lord and Savior. Quick reminder, my friends at ACS Home Services, they're available 24-7. Never charge anything extra for coming out for an emergency after hours or on weekends. But they've also got a pretty incredible opportunity. You could do some preventative maintenance just now. Because $79 will not only have my friends at ACS Home Services come out and thoroughly vet and check out your central heat and air system. If there's something that needs to be repaired, they'll do that for you. They'll give you an estimate first. They'll tune up that system because it's awfully expensive to replace. And I tell you what, they'll be very competitive if you find yourself in a place today to have to replace that system. But not only will they come out now, they'll come back out in six months and inspect it again. Keep it tuned up so you can have peace of mind on these many days ahead with just absolutely very high levels of both humidity and heat. And by the way, they come out and do a thorough cleaning, not only with a vacuum cleaner to get all the dust and leaves out, but they're going to go the next step and use soap and water on your air conditioning system. And they're going to make sure your ducts don't have any mold or in your return unit. Well, go check out that service and more right now. Take my challenge. Go to acshomeservices.com, 
acshomeservices.com. Number to call is 813-544-2467. 813-544-2467. And tell them Bill Bunkley sent you. Back to the debacle in Afghanistan the day after. Right now, it is very painful to see Taliban terrorists walking and getting on board so many items of our sophisticated equipment there at the Kabul airport. Now, according to the military, the vehicles have been dismantled, not to be used. But when I look at all of our investment that was just left behind, and even a lot of helicopters and aircraft that weren't flown out to be saved. And I want you to know that through the terrorist network all around the globe, they are high-fiving the Taliban. In their world, they defeated America, and they sent America packing with our, leg, with our tail between our legs. And if you don't think the president having this very botched, politically-oriented plan to be out by 9-11, if you don't think that has put our men and women in jeopardy for years, maybe decades to come, I would, all due respect, say I think you're a little naive. You know, I'll give you a parallel. Remember the Buccaneers all those years? Many of you suffered who really wanted to have a winning season. And I know we, we, love, uh, we love both on and off the field, Co- Coach Tony Dungy and others, and the first Super Bowl. But, you know, it was year after year, year after year, few faithful folks going out to the game. And then something happened. It's called a catalyst. The most renowned quarterback still in the game today, and maybe all time, the GOAT, Tom Brady, comes to Tampa Bay. Well, I tell you what, every... That guy, talk about how fickle we are as a people. The guy that many of us, we didn't hate him personally. We just hated his ability because he was so good. The guy that we hated came to our team. And then we pivoted. We pivoted 180 degrees. And now he's taking us to the Super Bowl. Do you have a feeling of how excited we are and confident? That's the word I want you to think about, confident. Well, that's what's happened to the Taliban. This president is handed a motivational to the tune of a thousand plus to now all manner of folks that are going to go to Afghanistan and other places They're fired up because they're going to join the anti-American team. And you talk about putting our servicemen and women at risk for years, decades to come. That's what one of the fallout items are in this horrible Biden decision. 
877-943-9673. You're free to weigh in. Be right back. This report is sponsored by Moss Nissan, simply the best Nissan dealership around. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Biden has addressed the nation on the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan, defending the U.S. military airlift to extract some 120,000 Afghans, Americans, and other allies to win a 20-year war, an extraordinary success. More than 100 Americans and thousands of Afghans looking to leave were left behind, but Mr. Biden says diplomatic and other efforts would continue to get them out. Mr. Biden's speech to the nation on Tuesday came 24 hours after the departure of the last American aircraft from Kabul. He said in his words, quote, I was not going to extend this forever war, and I was not going to extend a forever exit. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 39 points. The Nasdaq dropped six. The S&P also dropped six. Oil down 71 cents to 68.50 a barrel. This is SRN News. Are you ready for a life-fulfilling getaway where you can join renowned Bible teachers, best-selling authors, and award-winning worship artists in breathtaking locations? Sail the Sea of Galilee, gaze at the majesty of towering Alaska glaciers, or bask in the warmth of the Caribbean sun. Christian travel is the best way to see God's creation, and inspiration cruises and tours will provide unforgettable moments just for you. For more information, visit inspirationcruises.com or call 800-247-1899. My name is William Yank. I'm a 23-year-old, three-time leukemia survivor. Leukemia Lymphoma Society was this unforeseen blessing for me because I wouldn't have been able to get CAR-T cell therapy. Ways that I advocate for cancer is probably mostly through my podcast and my Instagram or TikTok. It's so vitally important that we have the Leukemia Lymphoma Society on our side. To give or get help, visit LLS.org. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Traders, listen up. As life in America starts to return to normal, are you looking for the best trading opportunities? With the current real estate market, the rise of crypto, and the volatility of tech stocks, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text the word MONEY to 813-813 to learn how our technology analyzes over 1 million data points per day. Text the word MONEY to 813-813 so you can learn how to predict market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Whether you're trading stocks, options, forex, futures, or crypto, Vantage Point's patented artificial intelligence can give you a massive edge. Text MONEY to 813-813 to find out how to maximize your gains. Text the word MONEY to 813-813 to learn how to use the volatility to your advantage. Don't wait. Text the word MONEY to 813-813 now. Go to VantagePointSoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. Hi, this is Michael Sanchez. Of all the things I've done, from singing on The Voice to leading worship at Shadow Mountain, one of my favorite opportunities is joining David Jeremiah in cities across the country. I hope you'll join me in your city for a night with David Jeremiah. This will be an evening of enriching study, practical teaching, powerful worship, and uplifting fellowship. Request your free tickets today and join David Jeremiah in Tampa, Florida on October 5th at the Yingling Center. Go to davidjeremiah.org slash tour or call 1-800-947-1993. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. God will take the Jewish people from the nations and gather them into their own land, sprinkle clean water on them, give them a new heart, 
a new spirit, and they will live in the land that God has given to our forefathers. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Back, Bill Bunkley here. I'm trying as your watchman on the wall to hopefully give you a lot to put specifically on your prayer list. Obviously, we need to pray for divine intervention for the President of the United States and his White House, even though there's not a lot of signs of any adherence to uh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, nor his son, Jesus. Same with the leadership in the House and the Senate. At a time where we desperately need our leaders to have the wisdom to seek God and to seek the word of God, it's, it's basically devoid. As I said earlier, I, um, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that the president should be impeached. However, the votes for impeachment are not there, but nonetheless, I still think that the loyal opposition needs to move forward and to and to make the case on why the president is incompetent. We don't know. God knows what's around the next corner for the United States of America. You and I don't. But let me tell you what. The world playground is now a much more dangerous place. And I am just going to be honest with you. I don't believe this president is coherent enough to be the leader of the free world, much less the leader of the United States of America. And let me just say it, you know, I think there ought to be resignations. And I'm waiting to see if there's going to be any retirements with with some after the fact to serve the nation until this operation was completed. But if there'll be some flag officers that will come and say, you know what, I'm retiring. Uh, I'm not at liberty to talk about my thoughts, but uh, what's just transpired, I'm it's time for me to go to retire. But I think that the secretary of state should offer his resignation. I think the Secretary of Defense should offer his resignation, and this really pains me. He seems like a, a very genial man, but I think that uh, just some of what I heard from the commanding general at uh, U.S. CENTCOM, I thank him for his past service, but I, I, I really believe it's time for fresh service to be heading that command here. And, you know, when the president made the statement, what, about a week ago? I 
a news video went all around the world with George Stephanopoulos. And George pressed him. He said, Americans who want to get out, we will get out before we leave. And when Jen Psaki was asked that question today, that the president did not make that commitment, and she just flippantly says, oh, yeah, you just heard the president. We're still going to be committed of getting everybody out. No, 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 Miss Jen. The press pool is not challenging you like they ought to. They ask a question and move on. The question was, did or did not the president make that pledge? Answer, he did. Why? Widespread video evidence. And you're going to see it again in the coming days. So when I tell you that whatever the president said today, I respect the office of the president, but I don't respect any of the pledges, promises, or anything else. Because... There's just been way too much hypocrisy and outright out lying for me to have any confidence in anything that's being said. I don't know whether you feel that way, but that's the way I'm feeling, thinking about it and praying through it. Because understands right now that reprisal killings have already gotten underway. The Taliban is going door to door. It is time for cleansing of the nation. For the Americans, as well as those who were traitors from their point of view to Afghanistan and the Muslim world. couple things I want to just share with you on the positive side. We have several different former members of our special operations units down through the years. And with 20 years of fighting in the mountains of Afghanistan as well as Iraq, and we think about our special operators in our Marines with multiple tours to Afghanistan, they are very familiar with the land, the people, and also connections in that region. A praise report that I want to tell you is many private operations, a lot of them have not been disclosed yet because they're still underway. They are extracting Americans and our Afghan allies out of country privately, without any United States assistance. One that you might want to look up is, go look up Task Force Pineapple. That's Task Force Pineapple. Joel Felter, Scott Mann, Scott Coben, all three past special operators, and there's many more. I'm going to showcase them in the days to come. They were successful in extracting 
1,000 plus Americans and our Afghan allies who assisted this country. We have other organizations. One that I believe is responsible for four or 5,000, if not more. The message that I would like to say that just because the commander-in-chief decided to make a decision to cut and run, many of you who are veterans, you will be pleased to know that some of your fellow veterans who are no longer under the umbrella of the authority of the commander-in-chief immediately started taking action and they're out of the country. They're, they're either somewhere in Afghanistan or somewhere in the region. And they got to work very quickly, quietly, under the radar, using their resources to get our innocent Americans and those Afghans that were loyal to us to get them out. Time is of the essence. So look up Task Force Pineapple, and I hope that you will enter into your prayer journals, prayer for the other veterans who have formed, some of them already have ministries where they have been reaching out to our veterans who have uh, some of the stress syndrome, syndrome issues, and they've been helping them in families and housing. Uh, but a lot of these folks were operators with contacts, didn't take them long to make a few phone calls. Remember I told you a few days ago the number of people I heard said, you know what, just, just, just ask the government to give us an airplane and we'll go get them. Veterans. And I'm sure they would. And, and, and at many ages, you'd be surprised. Maybe some with physical limitations, but you know what, they thought that this would never happen because this is not who we are. This is not the character and integrity that our founding fathers put together a country. And so I want you to pray for these groups. I want you to just pray for God to give them protection, for God to give them wisdom, these are the very ones, a lot of organizations, you may not know it, but the people who made it to the airport, a lot of them were interpreters or had connections to some of these men and women who were operators, and they had the ability and the knowledge to know where the Taliban checkpoints were, to be able to see what was happening on the ground in real time, and believe it or not, they were guiding, whether it was a family, a group of 20 or 30, people were guided by non-U.S. government military assets. They were guided around Taliban checkpoints. If there was a Taliban roving unit somewhere, that they could be walking right into it. They were in real-time communication with 
these absolutely phenomenally trained veterans to help them get around those those choke points by the Taliban. And many of them, by the efforts of these guys and gals, they got to the airport. But to match that with another story, you've probably heard about the American University in Afghanistan, near Kabul. Dozens and dozens of students that were trying to arrange to get to the airport to get out. Can you imagine that the Taliban would have any patience for anybody who was either on faculty or was a student at the American University in Afghanistan? There are so many people that have a bounty on their head. And I don't mean a bounty in terms of, you know, payment, but with all of the data breach and all the information the Taliban has, this is a debacle that is almost beyond the ability to describe. Only God, only your prayer, only divine intervention. That's where you come into the picture here. In your prayer room, behind closed doors, on your knees. You're going to conduct the war to get these people out with your prayers in your prayer room. And I hope you will accept that responsibility. A lot of resources online to know where to pray, how to pray, and download particular scriptures and repeat those scriptures so that we can set these people free. Some final comments. I'll be right back. If you owe the IRS back taxes, then get ready to pay up. The IRS has giant private collection agencies actively tracking down folks who owe the IRS. So if you think dodging them was stressful in the past, it's going to get a whole lot tougher. Optima Tax Relief has this advice. Don't wait. Solve your tax problems now before it's too late. Optima Tax Relief works to stop the demand letters, stop the aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS collectors from targeting you. Ask Optima about the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands, and nobody knows this program better than they do. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and they get results, having resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get a fresh start. Call today for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Moss Nissan is simply the best around when it comes to selling or trading your vehicle. Right from the comfort of your home, office, or cell phone, you can get all the money for your vehicle in seconds. Just visit us online at MossNissan.com and enter your current vehicle's license plate number, VIN number, or make and model and get top dollar in seconds. We will even come to you with a check in hand. It's that simple. Turn your car into a pile of cash today. Moss Nissan, whatever it takes. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. Every patriotic American is appalled by our botched retreat from Afghanistan. 
Equally hideous is the dawning realization that lives and treasure have been squandered and that we may be leaving Afghanistan even worse than we found it. As horrified as we are, our distress is nothing to that of our soldiers and their families. Imagine sacrificing your youth, your limbs, or a loved one's life now to suspect it was all in vain. I hope our rank-and-file soldiers and their families know what you did has mattered to us. We are grateful beyond measure. Because of your sacrifices, we slept peacefully for the last 20 years. Because you were willing to endure long separations from your children, our children grew up relatively insulated from the fear of domestic terrorism. The Bible says, Greater love hath no man than that he lay down his life for his friends. To the fighting men and women of our armed forces, we return that love in full measure. He's pushing Lawson back, landing blows, Lawson returns. Oh, a big shot! How do you mind if you think this family can pick you up every time you fall? A struggling father must fight for what matters most. Dylan Wright came in this morning. He wants to fight you. With his faith against the ropes. This is your opportunity to get back on your feet. Witness this story of redemption. You gotta know who it is you're fighting for. That's the fight, Bo. I can't believe I'm saying it, that Bo Lawson can go 10 years without a competitive fight, and here he is going toe-to-toe with the world champion. No one expected this out of him. A Father's Fight, now streaming on Salem Now. Look for Salem Now in the App Store or at SalemNow.com. At Faith Talk, our desire is for you to grow in the grace of God. I'm part of the saints. I'm part of the people of God. As God is using me, as I am committing myself to generosity and prayer, God is is using this far beyond what we would ask or imagine. Listen to Unlimited Grace with Brian Chappell, weekday afternoons at 2 and again at 9.30 on Faith Talk 570 and 910 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Yes, as we praise him, the road will be hard, but the destination will be worth it. And we will be with Jesus Christ forever and ever. My dear brother and sister, if you don't have that hope this afternoon, I can't express to you my feeling of where we are at, because I I believe that we very well could be not just getting close to the beginning of the end times, but in the beginning of the end times. 
So many things to check off the Bible prophecy list that's going on right now. But we will have the victory. A couple of final thoughts because not only are we in a mess in this country, but only prayer in Jesus Christ and the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob will, will get us out of here. If not, what a difference it would be if we knew we had a man or a woman in the White House who honestly, continually sought God for wisdom and followed that wisdom. There's so many there's so many things that are very difficult. The story broke this afternoon. I want you to pray for Mohammed. Mohammed that was an interpreter on a, a Huey helicopter back in 2008. On that helicopter were some very important VIPs from the United States government. It was wintertime. It was snowing in Afghanistan. There was a U.S. senator by the name of Chuck Hagel, a U.S. senator by the name of John Kerry, and a U.S. senator by the name of Joe Biden. On February the 20th, 2008, helicopter malfunctioned in the mountains of Afghanistan. They had to go down. They landed. The interpreter with that group was able to lead them out to safety. His name is Muhammad. A couple of hours ago, he was showcased in a breaking story from the Wall Street Journal. Well, today, Muhammad is 36. Muhammad and his wife and family got left behind. He made a personal appeal to the president today to get him out. Of which the press secretary, Jen Psaki, when asked about that, said, well, you know, we appreciate his service, but there's a service of a whole lot of other people. I'll tell you what, it was just difficult to just listen to the way this is being spun. Pray for Muhammad. And by the way, yes, the president I don't know whether he was couldn't stand up, was having an issue, didn't remember that he had just checked his watch, but one of the family members who was watching the president there on the tarmac at Dover Air Force Base yesterday reported, and we have video, I've watched the video, he's, he's checking his watch after each casket is taken off the C-17. And he's, he's closing his eyes like he's, you know, very uncomfortable just standing there for whatever time it took to take 13 caskets off. And by the way, I will just tell you the reports are when he met with the family, it did not go like the White House is spinning it. It's reported that one parent was so angry, told the president to his face, I hope you burn in hell. Another one said, and 
I guess I'm joining the camp. I appreciate Bo's service to the country, the president's son. But that story has been invoked so often, and apparently, according to another of the Gold Star, the new Gold Star families, that instead of focusing on their son, President Biden just chose to spend the time talking about his son. And that gold, that newly minted Gold Star dad said he was thoroughly disgusted. Please pray. Please pray. These things ought not to be. But God be the glory. Great things he has done. I have joy today, but I also have sadness. But we must, we must get engaged as Christians. I'm Bill Bunkley. Back with you tomorrow at 3. Until then, God bless and pray for America. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.